0: You're listening to Yale Radio, WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more. Today on our show, I'm talking with Guillaume Shrasby. Guillaume, thanks so much for being with me today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: We're going to talk about your show, uh, The Dress, What Touches the Floor, which is running now through February 25th, 2023 at Ortega Yasset Projects. So to begin with, really cool show, really vibrant, full of color. I I love this show for a number of reasons, but um but the title, let, let's talk about the show in general terms. The title um the dress what touches the floor is um you know, seems explanatory of, of what's happening, right? We're we're looking yeah. at images that that articulate that, but but is there is there something more to that can you tell me a little bit about that because what touches the floor is kind of um the part of that that's uh that seems to maybe point towards uh, something else
1: i guess uh, <laughs> the title i'm titles are interesting for me and they kind of come um, in a similar way to the way i work in my studio you know so it's not um entirely literal and it they you know it's it's based on a feeling that kind of fits right and i usually roll through a lot of titles and um it's after the work has been made and i'm just kind of sitting with it and um and i i i, I like to sort of hit particular marks where i don't want it to be too literal but i want it to have and i want it to have multiple meanings and i want there to be some element of humor at least for me um uh, and the 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 actual the dress what touches the floor is the words have been with me for like 15 years and or the phrase and i um they didn't come from me they came from a four-year-old who was obsessed with um the dress touching the floor, the dress what touches the floor was, you know, for at least a good year, she would only wear things that touch the floor. And it was, it it was just like, I loved it. I loved the whole uh, meaning of that for her. And I loved the fact that everything had to touch the floor, literally couldn't even be a half an inch above the floor. And um, I, I guess I was like in my studio and, I was talking with a friend and I, you know, we were talking about the pieces touching the floor and, and um, the big pieces, the figurative pieces with the separate feet. And I was saying, you know, we were talking about how they go down she was saying, well, I, for me, when I get down to the floor, I, um, the feet, they, they lead me back up into, you know, I see the dress and I see the figure and then they go down to the floor and I and I, it leads me back up into um, the painting, um, examining more, just seeing the shapes and, and the kind of abstraction of it. And I loved that. And I, I don't know exactly why I, I started talking about how, you know, the pieces themselves could be dresses, or they could be, you know, they they could actually be dresses that have that that embody a figure on them, or or and. Um, And I just said something like, the dress that touches the floor in the conversation, and then we kind of were quiet, and I was like, you know, I I sort of feel like it that's the title. And I sat with it for another month or so, and it just, it it kind of, it kept resonating. I had other options, and it just kept resonating and felt good. It was a little bit abstract, so I put a slash in it, and I felt like that was good. And then the cool thing about the installation is it was really collaborative, and um, I think the title... You know, the the group of people that I was working with, the OYG crew, is just so um, generous and interested in collaborating in the install. So we ended up, I mean, the title just kept gaining meaning and and kind of driving the installation in a really cool way where it was like, you know, the game became, does it touch the floor? Well, if it doesn't touch the floor, it has to touch a ledge or it has to touch something that we, descri- we decide is the floor. Um so anyway, that's maybe a long-winded explanation. No, I'm glad
0: but. you went into that, especially especially that idea of um, from the child. Is that your daughter that you were quoting about? Um,
1: no, I was actually her nanny at the time, and I'm still, you know, friends with their family and good close with them. And she's in college, and she she was so excited that that was the title of the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It
0: is amazing what kids yeah. say, you know, and that idea like I must touch the floor. You know, it's it's like it's magical. Yeah, it is because you can't imagine an adult thing. I'm not going to wear anything unless it touches the floor. They might, but it's just such a yeah. Hey, there is something magical about that. So of course that leads to the the installation and and the install that you were just talking about is
1: mm-hmm.
0: is what's really cool. So there's there's a few um, different parts of the of the gallery and rooms there, but there's a the main space where these are um, they're lining the walls and the kind of uh, feet or boots or whatever are are touching the Mm -hmm. floor. Um, But these are also kind of like uh, figures talking to one another, right? People talk about Mm -hmm. paintings talking to one another in an exhibit, Mm -hmm. even abstract exhibit. But in this case, it really feels like they, they are right. These are, Mm-hmm. Well, it felt like that to me. That these are characters that are that mm-hmm. are literally looking at each other in it, but also talking to each other. And and um, so I wanted to speak a little bit about that because it also almost feels like you know uh, a, a dressing room. You know, it's tempting to mm-hmm. move around the the shoes or uh, or, or change them. Um, can mm-hmm. you tell me a, a little bit about that? Whether that's intended, like you know, I I I always feel like. Or not always, but sometimes mm-hmm. touching the art or doing something that I'm not mm-hmm. supposed to do in an exhibit. And this one in particular mm-hmm. felt like, "Wow, can I, can I move these around? If I own <laughs> these, will I move these around? Would this be an ever-changing exhibit?" Um, yeah. yeah. How do you feel about that in terms of characters? I love to that.
1: I all of it. I, I, you're, you're nailing it. I mean, so I, one of the possible titles that I decided not to go with because I didn't want to end up. You know, I often do work. Where there's an interchange, you know, someone could move something around. It's usually just a curator. I mean, like I, I'm, I'm hesitant to. I may go there one day where people can actually move things around. But I thought about it with these, you know, I was going to call it "Can I borrow your shoes?" or something along those lines, and you could go in there and actually physically move them around. And it was an earlier idea um, that I, I decided against. For one, I mean, one reason is it seemed like it would get messy. And another, you know, because I'm kind of like really flexible and modular and then I'm also really specific. So it, just the idea, I actually, with a previous body of work, I was making these accessory stacks and I played a game where I had my one of my students like rearrange it and I was just horrified. So I was like, okay, well, that's not going to work. I can't just have anyone rearrange it. Um, so... Um, but, but one of the reasons why they, the, the feet actually match up kind of perfectly with the figures. So it takes, you know, when you're hanging them, it has to be at a very, it can't be a traditional height or they can't all be at the same height. So, um, if they're being moved around, then they're not matching up in, in the way that I want them to. However, in the installation, we did like that whole terrain that's coming off of the main, the the wall when you come in the gallery and you're facing it, it's like the whole sort of a bunch of shoes coming off of it. That was not planned and that came out of the installation and we were like, whoa, that looks awesome. And so, so I do think there's a lot of possibility in terms of switching the shoes around and I do think that, um, I mean, I do think of them as one um, you know, we had been we didn't know if they could all go in the same room and, and there was a an attachment that I felt to keeping them all together because they are like a community and they're almost like one painting where they need each other and they are interacting with each other. So when I'm making them, that's how I'm feeling about them. I make them, they're kind of a family and I make them together and um, they very much do have uh, relationships and conversations going on between them. I mean, for me and hopefully for the viewer and, and um. you know, the,
0: the idea of just, just the shoes, yeah, that makes sense to me. You know, there's there's a part of the gallery that's lined with, um, as, as you were saying, if it doesn't touch the floor, it touches a ledge. And so there's one where they're running up a, a short staircase and then down the wall and along the wall. And, you know, I really love that because they have a sense of movement to it. It almost feels like, mm-hmm. um, and again, this may be just like my read. Everybody reads things in their own quirky way, but it felt like, the shoes had movement, right? There, uh, as I mm-hmm. remember, they were moving in, in, in similar to the same direction, but it almost feels like uh, like the shoes are figures themselves that they're that they're mm-hmm. walking, that they're, that they're figures. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I think of it that way, and I and I think, you know, on the topic of the dressing room, or you know, you were saying it's like a. I mean, I do. I think a lot about closet systems and and clothing and how things are hung and, and sort of a, you know, or like a, like a dressing room of different types. And so it's like, when I say the dress, what touches the floor, that's the other thing is it's not necessarily a dress. It's just like the way we dress each ourselves and clothing and, um, and shoes being clothing and shoes being figurative, uh, you know, all of these kind of shapes become alive for me in a figurative way. And then the kind of repetition of them, um, you know, can potentially sort of lead to uh, them shifting and changing, maybe um, becoming other things and going back to their original. And, and and they
0: become other things also when they're worn, right? I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's, I mean, they're not all worn. We're talking about canvases and and, and sculptural Mm -hmm. canvases that are, that are around the gallery. That's what we're talking about so far. Um, But, but also you make work that you can wear, right? Which is, uh, it was a great, great image. I think it was on your um, Instagram account of, of, you know, several people all wearing, you know, different aspects Mm -hmm. of your clothing and in a sense becoming the paintings themselves. And that's just a cool sort of extension of it. Um, Can you tell me a little bit about that? Because that's yet kind of another body of work that relates to this, correct? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, well, on the topic of the wearing, I mean, I do think you know we all play games in our heads as we're making work. I mean, I think of the canvas as a body that I'm dressing. I think of the action, you know, I think of every part of of what I'm doing. Yeah, they're not wearing the thing; they are paintings. I do know that, but they also are wearing. You know, it's it's so there's a game of kind of dressing and um, and the idea of a modular nature of you know, where something can meet up with another thing and and maybe they could wear a different pair of shoes or the shoes are an outfit in themselves or all of that so all of so I am always thinking about that that's kind of a running theme and strand through all of my work, um, no matter what it looks like and um in terms of the body and actually putting people in you know so i i do i have in my in my life i've done a lot of um different kinds of um dressing people, actual people as you know thinking about it as as painting for the most part, especially in the earlier days of doing it, like the body as canvas or you know in the and just a way of putting it. so but but the body is is um flexible and different, and so it changes the painting and and it moves around in a space um which I love, and it also is like outside of my control. Which I also really like. You know, the minute you put it on someone, they're doing their thing and you can only control it so much. You also can't quite determine how it's gonna look on them and I like that too. Um but the, um this this particular body of work that I did in in for this show, um, it's a, in collaboration with my mom and she makes the she makes the tunics and I paint on them and the idea is that you know they they're then in the in the space and there's some reference to things that are happening around on the walls they're not actual paintings that you see there but they're feet with legs and they're on front and back so when they're in the space i mean the opening was very fun because i had it was just the OYG crew and me wearing them there we're going to do at the closing we're going to do dress more people and do something Uh, along the lines of a fashion show. We're not, you know, I mean, it won't be traditional, but just getting those more bodies in the space with the painted clothing referring to, you know, that are referring to the walls, I think it's going to be exciting to see for me. And I really appreciate the opportunity that they're giving me and the kind of support and interest um, in playing with with me. (laughs) I love that, yeah, and that's
0: really cool that you also collaborate with your your mother on this, as you were saying so these these tunics, as you're calling them, these are um you know they're not typical tunics they're on they're on canvas right they're on cotton dot mm-hmm. canvas, but it is it is a, mm-hmm. a raw, unprimed canvas that these mm-hmm. are being made on and and they're intended to wear
1: correct mhm yeah, yeah, and we you know i mean we my mom and I do other stuff where we print for, that's a little more you know. I, I mean, these are washable and they're wearable, but they're, I'm thinking much more about just the painting, and, and I'm caking it up and doing it however I want, and not thinking about how they're going to wash. But we do print fabric from my paintings and, and make uh, shirts and dresses as well. So this was a new. This was a. Um, we've been doing that, and this this is much more. I think thinking about the actual shape of the what i'm calling a tunic um as the shape of the canvas and then really using it you know to paint on and thinking about it that way um so yeah
0: i like that and and, and your your base your studio is in fairfield iowa is that correct Mm-hmm. yep so and tell me about that because, here because here I, mean, I mean i mean so many artists that i'm talking to that are um that are in shows in the in the city because i'm Lately, anyway, in this interview series, I'm talking to artists whose work I can actually see, but they're usually, you know, closer mm-hmm. in the city. Um, it's unusual yeah. to talk to somebody from from Iowa, and you've been exhibiting, you know, all over the place for a while now. How is mm-hmm. that? Is there, um, is there that works just being it seems to be in Fairfield, Iowa, or? Um, yeah. What are the advantages or disadvantages of that is what i' what, what i 'm what I'm asking and, right and because you 're in this kind of very New York scene, and what you 're doing is um, you know really cool and seems kind of city oriented
1: <laughs> yeah um, well I think it's it's uh, I did live in New York for quite a while and I also lived in l a and um, a so I have a lot of friends in. Cities and um, connections, and um, I, for me, I mean, it wouldn't have. It, I think. I think at this point, with uh, there are pros to being here. I mean, I teach at a university, and I have a wonderful group of artists that I, you know, am surrounded by, and you know, colleagues, and um, and I, my my parents are both. My dad is an artist, and he's lived here. He's lived here for a really long time, and he's also really active. Um, and uh, we have, you know, we have big studios. We, I have time to make a lot of work um, and space. And uh, until the, I mean, I travel a lot. You have to travel a lot. And there is extra, I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, I'm always grateful that I can participate in things because there is the, the part that you're not there and when you're not there you're not necessarily included so it's always kind of amazing to me when i when i am able to show and i mean it is an important part of um you know communication and sharing and and um being a part of the community is is important to me so i i have mixed feelings about it i guess um with with zoom and um, and the fact that I work at a university and we have a lot of visiting artists and, um, and as I said, a good group of colleagues who um, also travel and show elsewhere, um, that helps. And then, you know, University of Iowa is close to us and there are wonderful people there, artists. and um, So, I mean, we do have a really cool community here, but there aren't that many opportunities for showing. So you really have to get yourself out there. And it, that, it's, it's a mixed bag, I'd say. And during COVID, right. I think it was, um, you know, I was starting to feel, question the whole thing because of not being able to leave. I mean, but then again, like, everyone was having, <laughs> having their own challenges. It was just a challenging time. So. But when I'm able to travel, and um, it, it, it's been working out pretty well. I mean, I've been here, here for 12 years, I think, now, so... Yeah, and to, and, to,
0: and of course you you have to travel a lot, right? I mean to 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 see yeah. galleries or see shows or, or Definitely. meet new galleries. Mm-hmm. The, that is about traveling, yeah. Um,
1: travel a lot, a, yeah, and
0: yeah. yeah. And that's exciting. but like my husband and, runs
1: a company here that's international, and he travels a lot as well. You know, I mean it's it's kind of like it's a nice home base. We have a good quality of life and a nice group of friends, and you know our families are here, and and that is those are positive things, um, but. And, and I feel like when I get it, when I, in, until the last few years and then now again, I'm starting to travel again and like this show has been really wonderful. Um, so well, that's good to hear. I was, I was, I was you a little bit, you know. That. That's great. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a really beautiful
0: show. So, you know, for those um, listening, you know, before the show closes on February 25th of this year, 2023... Um, there's links here so they can find out a little bit more about it, but do you want mm-hmm. to tell me anything about the closing party? Is that is that set oh. or is there a date? But that sounds really exciting.
1: Yeah, it's February 25th, and I'll be there. And, um, yeah, we're, we're going to do another clothing aspect and make more. My mom and I are making more now, more um, outfits, and so more people will be wearing them. And... Um, Lisa, Maxson, and I are kind of planning it. Um, We don't have it fully planned yet, but right now we're making more more work and um, everyone should come to the closing. The opening was so fun. It was packed and um, really, like, I felt like there was just such a good spirit and um, a lot of, like, play and fun and the whole experience has just been kind of a blast. Um, Yeah, it sounds great. I
0: love the whole feeling to it. So... So you're talking about February 25th? Just to be sure, we have a pin in that. Is yeah. there? Um, and there's a link here, so people can find it. Is there? Uh, yeah,
1: and we'll be gallery. posting what time? time. Okay. I don't know the time yet, but the the clo- I mean, the opening was five to seven, and I think that they were saying that they have been doing. I think that's like a good time, so that when it goes longer, it doesn't go super late. And because our, I think the opening went a lot longer than five to seven, but we. Yeah, we started at five, so I'm hoping, I'm thinking probably those. That's what we'll do again, but I don't know for sure. Okay, but that well, there'll be links posted. here, so, yeah. so people can find that. And more I'll about. post on my Instagram, and they're posting, and they have it on their, you know, on their website. They will put it on there once we figure that out, and we should do that soon. But we definitely are doing it, and I'll definitely be there. And I would love to love interacting with everyone, and you know the. Lots of friends came out, but also new people, and yeah, it was a blast.
0: Well, that's exciting. I look forward to that. I I hope to be there. And I want to ask you one more question before we go, which is off topic, but what are you reading Mm -hmm. at the moment?
1: Uh, I actually, I usually am reading a couple, a few books at once, but the book that I just started, I'm super excited about. It's, um, It's like short stories of Leonora Carrington. Um, The complete stories is what it's called of Leonora Carrington. And I don't know, I'm just, they're really delightful and weird. And I'm loving it.
0: Yeah, she was kind of an extraordinary artist, right? Yeah. Um, uh, Yeah. Sort of, um, uh, yeah, I have a book of her images, but um, but not stories. But she's um, sort of a, a... is mystic the right word, something kind of yeah I about think her, right? so,
1: yeah, I mean, do they call like yeah, I think definitely and and maybe like is she a woman surrealist painter or something? is that what she's in that category um yeah she she i mean the, so far, I've only you know read a few of the stories, but I'm totally I'm very intrigued, and they're very weird, and the imagery is really similar to. You know what you see in the paintings and i didn't i hadn't ever read her writing and it makes me also more interested in her life i know she had a very interesting life and i think there's a i want to read a biography autobiography about her now but yeah that's exciting gian i want to
0: thank you so much for talking with me today i wish you well with this show hope to see you at the closing and and hope yeah thanks so much i appreciate your time
1: thank you thanks for inviting me
0: you're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more.